0: Welcome, everyone, to Force of Nature Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew D. Hamilton, and I'm here with my co-host... David Botcher. Terrific. And what's even more terrific, we have a special guest joining us this week. Uh, my good friend, one of my best friends, Matt Muster. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Good to have you, buddy. Um, we've, we finally got you on. It's after weeks of trying to do this. Yeah, man, I'm uh, excited to do it. Good. I'm, I'm glad you're here. And uh, this week, we are... Covering a theme, and that theme is infestations. Ooh! And we've got lots to talk about. Uh, Matt, you are a bit of an expert on this topic because you have your
1: own pest control business, right? Yeah, I do, man. Yeah, I know one or two things about the pest industry and what's you know what to do and what not to do. Good, because we
0: are going to ask you some questions. So I hope you don't feel like an idiot if you oh. answer wrong. Oh, I bet boy. you've got some pretty cool
2: stories, too. Well, cool, I should say, or gross.
1: Yeah, disgusting. a little more on the gross side of
0: yeah, things. Yeah, this, uh, <laughs> this episode will be a little... Excellent. <laughs> it's a creepy crawly, so you might get like the heebie-jeebies in a couple of these stories, but that's okay. And uh, we actually helped Matt out, and we made a little jingle to r- promote your business for the show. So why don't we play that? We just, we just barely did it right before we started the show, so let's play that. Uh, jingle right now.
1: Hi, I'm Matt, your family neighborhood, bug guy, here to make sure all the insects at your home die. Name a pest and I'll do my best to help alleviate your stress, taking out any bug nest. And yes, I take care of rodents too. Any creepy little crawlers that may disturb you. Mustard Tech, Pest Control, LLC, Utah's new favorite local pest control company. Just call me at 801-808-4007 to get your free inspection. Thank you for listening. Yeah. <laughs> Hey. Nice. Good <laughs> <Nice> job.
2: <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. Doubles <laughs> as a rapper at the nightclub every day. Yeah. I
1: plan on making it big from YouTube. No big deal. <laughs> Maybe you'll make it big from the show. Right.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, we hope everyone enjoyed last week's episode on our eighth edition of Recent Animal Stories and Attacks. Those ones are always fun to do, aren't they, Dave? Yeah. Those are some of our favorite episodes. Uh, so go back and check that out if you haven't yet. As always, we are joined in the studio by everybody's favorite cheetah, Colonel Cheetor. Hey, bug guy. I heard you were talking shit on cheetahs before the show. That true? If it is, I'm going to have to take you outside and kick you in the nuts. Oh, crap.
1: I had no idea he was even in here. Oh, yeah.
0: Colonel Chitor, he... Unless you're a woman guest, he doesn't take too kindly to you. Yeah. Don't worry about him. Yeah, he's just... Well, well. It,
1: it looks like he's been to Vietnam and back, and he's got...
2: Uh, <laughs> a, uh, he's got some battle wounds.
1: He's got a sword behind him. <laughs> <laughs> it's all for sure. Yeah, that's it's uh, for sure. Colonel yeah, Chitor. intimidating, man. <laughs> he can be. All right. Well, respect. Respect. <laughs>
0: Uh, And as always, we want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in to us. We've been doing really well on our downloads lately, so that's awesome. And thank you to everyone. And if you enjoy the show, something you can do to help us out is go to iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or whatever platform you use. Give us a review. Give us five stars. Say something you like about the show. It really just helps us gain more attention, gain more listeners. uh, So please do that for us if you get a chance. But hey, fellas, are you ready to get going?
1: Yeah, let's do I know it.
0: It's, Matt, I know you're struggling because it's pretty warm in this studio at the moment, but we're going to get through it, okay? I think I got this. Okay. So let's get going and let's start uh, with infestations of one of the nastiest little bastards around. Cockroaches. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: My favorite. Yeah, cockroaches <laughs> are just
0: gross. Um, but let's get this going with a story. All right. Let's meet a guy. We never actually get his name, but he was working in pest control in the early '90s. He worked doing pest control in New York City for a few years, and thought he had seen it all. And then he uh, he was tra- he trained with the be- he was trained by the best, and he's experienced the worst, or so he thought.
2: <laughs>
0: he moved to Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Uh, And he he holds himself in high regard. And when it comes to his roach treatments, he knows what he's doing. He's an expert. He says, uh, when this is all you do every day and every uh, possible scenario, you think to yourself, there's nothing that you can't handle. So one hot summer day in Lancaster, he was sent to check out a home. And the sales rep for the job sold it over the phone without any inspection first huh. or interview. So no one had any uh, any idea what he would be heading into. He just offer a he thought it was a routine roach treatment, treatment, something like that. Just gave him his generic price.
2: Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> they were they were trying to downsell it. Uh, oh, just just a few. Just a few. How much would that cost? Oh, how much. Okay, good. You need <laughs> to inspect it first. It'll be great.
0: <laughs> so he drove up to a typical city block, parked in the middle, and he parked in the middle of the block, and he walked towards the house on the corner. It was uh, later afternoon, and people were out on the streets and their porches. And as he walked by the house... With his equipment in hand, he started hearing comments from the neighbors. Suck so, uh, stuff, kind of like, "Are you going to the bad house?" Good luck in there. You need a blowtorch, not a spray can. Oh, man.
2: Those are the things he
0: remembered hearing. <laughs> and all those things are probably not what you want to hear. Probably a priest on the corner.
2: Hey, do <laughs> <rest there. laughs> That
0: would be kind of funny. But uh, at this point, he's like. Okay, well, I guess it's pretty bad. No big deal. Um, What would someone from Lancaster consider bad? You know, he's been in New York. New York City's known for roaches. Then, as he walked about 50 feet from the house, he noticed something he'd never seen before. And that's roaches walking all around outside. Uh, He's still
2: 50 feet from the
0: house, um,
1: huh? I thought you were going to say Pennywise in the sewer. (laughs) Uh, Take it. Yes. <laughs>
0: well, that just came out, too, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. Two, go. Oh, the second one came out? Yeah. Ooh. We should go see it. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. Okay. Well, me and Matt might go on a date this weekend and go see it.
2: <laughs>
0: All right. But keep in mind, roaches are nocturnal, and it's their natural behavior to uh, hide in cracks and crevices out of sight and out of danger until late at night when it's safe for them to feed. Yeah. In heavy infestations, when the population is huge, they can no longer hide, and you will see them in open areas. And these guys uh, were outside on a bright, sunny day with lots of noise and people walking around. Wow. So that's an instant red flag right there, he
1: yeah. says. <clears throat> well, that's crazy, because it means all the hiding spots are already being taken well, yeah. by the other ones. Well, like all the other It's ones, like exactly. a musical
2: chair, but with a thousand more yeah. than he should have. Whew.
1: Uh,
0: yeah so he knows it's a red flag and he knows something is going on here he said his heart was pounding as oh. he, as he gets closer to the door and he sees clusters of roaches hanging around around the windows and the door jab uh, he he knocks on the door uh, but they don't answer right away since music is playing really loud and people are upstairs yelling at each other I can't believe people
2: would still be in there then
0: dude so hold on so he knocks. Uh, he knocks again until finally a kid opens the door in very dirty oh. in very dirty clothes. And as he opens the door, 20-plus roaches fall from the door.
1: Ooh, oh, my goodness. Yeah. I've experienced that crap before. Oh, Ooh, really? Oh. oh, yeah. All
0: right, so he then asks the boy to get a parent or an adult. At this point, he is waiting, and the door is open, and, and the smell of roaches is just overwhelming. I, oh, all the poop wow.
1: that they're leaving it's, everywhere.
0: There is a very... There's a stench to yeah. it. Oh. It's just their crap and pee everywhere. It's yeah. terrible. Oh. Finally, an adult comes to the door and he goes in the house. He does an inspection and to his amazement... He sees hundreds upon hundreds of roaches easily
2: numbering into the thousands everywhere he turns. Oh my goodness. My my mind would be drifting to men in black and I'd be like, I'm out, you know, Ed River. <laughs> right? oh, oh
0: yeah, yeah, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> I just
2: roaches. Salt water,
0: what is he? Th- the, the sugar, sugar water. water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright, so he lifted up. a a piece of paper and 20 roaches came out under it just one single piece of paper naturally (laughs) they just lost 20 seats (laughs) (laughs) curtains and blinds had hundreds uh uh chairs the oven the refrigerator they were literally in every single appliance oh
2: my goodness
0: the infestation was so bad the ceilings along the edges were loaded with clusters of them and even the Kids' toys had them nesting inside, and they were all over the beds. Just wow. oh, that's so foul! Just everywhere. Well, and he noticed something very sad, and it just it's really difficult to even comprehend this. Honestly, all the children had no eyebrows.
2: Oh wow! What? He
0: believes the roaches were feeding on their eyebrows. Oh my goodness! And eyelashes.
1: Oh wow! That. That's wild. Like cockroaches are known to like they'll go into your ear and, <laughs> no. and, they'll, and they'll eat the earwax out of there. Ugh. But it's crazy hearing that eyebrows,
0: and oh well, yeah, they had no eyebrows and they're eating that's well, there's so uh, there's so many of them, there's they're scraping for food.
1: Or either that or they're Jeez. itching their eyebrows off because they're constantly filling like there's oh, something crawling yeah. on them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, crazy.
0: But yeah, maybe that's because that there was so many in the population they were res- they were so heavy it was resulting to eat anything. That's what he was thinking. Oh. But man, you maybe you're right. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, once again, I've heard the earwax, but not the actual hair. Yeah. Wow. There's no nutritional value in that for <laughs> them. Okay? I don't know. <laughs> that's wild. Uh,
0: let's let yeah, let that sink in. They're eating the eyebrows of uh, the kids. Uh, you said you've never you've never heard of that before. No. Nah.
1: That's a new one. That's a new one.
0: All right, wow. so I mean, you can imagine the poor condition of the home. There was old rotting food everywhere, chicken bones on the floor, old McDonald's food, and flies and maggots. Oh, gee. <sighs> so the, our guy began attempting to treat the house, starting at ground zero, which was the kitchen. Kitchens are almost always ground zero. For <laughs>
1: well, they should be.
0: Yeah. Once he started roaches rained down. He had Whoa. to constantly stomp his feet up and down to prevent them from crawling up his pants. So hey, I take it
2: he didn't go in with a hazmat suit or anything there. No, right?
1: he didn't know what he was going for, oh, so oh, he keeps something in the truck, guy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh yeah,
0: so and he, uh, as they would uh, frantically run away from uh, his spray. That's what he's spraying them. So they're just running away, right. trying to crawl up him, and he's stomping Gee. his feet, trying to not let them. And the the floors were literally moving because they were so thick. Frenching. He was like, he was like, I have to take a break. I gotta get out of here. Oh, wow. As you can imagine that. Uh, he went outside to the nearest payphone to call his boss. Remember, this is in the 90s, right. <laughs> the early 90s. But he explained to his boss what was happening. Uh, they gave this first treatment for free, but a salesperson would need to go back to properly adjust the plan, obviously.
2: Because wow. it was so thick. Yeah.
0: And our guy actually never went back to the house.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They probably After, couldn't afford it, yeah. Well,
0: here's something. After the people were made aware of the cost involved in correcting this situation, they refused to get any more treatments done.
1: Oh, my goodness. Uh, I hear, yeah, you hear yeah, that all the time, don't you? I hear that story all the time. I had this uh, um, this street in Kansas that I was uh, working on, and uh, these uh, three neighbors— right next to each other, all had uh, bed bugs at their house. Ugh. And the way they all acquired it was they all, all their kids went over to the neighbor's house down the street. And that's where they all initially got it. And they all brought oh. it back home. So we treated all three of the neighbor's houses, but the person who, um, you know, was the main place that, you know, was spreading mm-hmm. them. They didn't want us to come and treat because it was too expensive.
2: Oh. And we were like,
1: Hey, we'll break it up into like a payment plan and the neighbors were even offering to you know help out and pay because they you know the kids always like to go over and hang yeah. out over there because they have like an Xbox and the other houses don't. Oh. Uh, but yeah, and so man, we ended up having to do one of the houses twice.
2: And, uh, yeah, because man.
1: you know the kids went back over to sleep over, and uh, or I think maybe just they were babysitting them or something. Uh, and yeah, they yeah. they they travel real easily. And yeah, mm-hmm. we
0: we we're gonna talk about bed bugs in a little bit. Yeah. Too, so. But, yeah, that happens a lot. People can't afford the treatments, and things just build up like this. Their houses get dirty. It builds up.
1: Roaches come, and they just stay there. It's a sad story. It's crazy, though, because most companies will do, like, a payment plan, and it's like you would somehow figure out a way to come up with that, you know, a little bit of money that's going to take care of these cockroaches in your house. Yeah, I mean –
2: that's yeah. Infestations can ruin it, you know. They'll ruin your house, and they'll ruin the the uh, value, value, the intrinsic value in the house just because of the bad blight of people knowing mm-hmm. that that was in there. Mm-hmm. You know, plus
1: the health. uh Yeah, risk. I'm going to
0: talk about that for a second. So, um the guy, our guy, he uh, says he advised his boss to make the public health department aware of this, of these unsafe conditions. So we don't know what happens in the end, but. Sounds like he was at least doing his job, you know, yeah. trooper. <laughs> but this story just makes makes you go, Ugh, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, um, and Matt, what are some health problems uh, with being with a roach infestation? Do you know? Well, the
1: problem is is they're they're pooping and peeing everywhere they go, and you know uh, they're going to go into your 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 boxes of cereal. They're going to cl- climb over any yeah. food that yeah. you have left out. And if you get enough of them like that guy in the story has, you're going to be breathing that crap in. Yeah. You are. Uh, and, and that's why, you know, if we go to a place that's really bad, you know, we'll put a mask on. Yeah. Because you can, you can just almost taste the poop and yeah. the pee.
0: Yeah. And I, I have this written down that they it can spread, they spread salmonella. Oh, uh, really? And E. coli. Oh, yeah. And as right. well as... Uh, uh, elicit allergic reactions from and asthma attacks.
1: Yeah, oh, asthma is wow. a big thing. Asthma
0: is a really big thing with roaches because that's what happens when you breathe in all their shit. Pretty mm. much. Oh. So, they, you have that, you kind of have it. asthma. Yeah. So, yeah, you, you, you don't have a roach infestation, but <laughs> if you did, now you're gonna make you me would make know. every time I have an asthma attack with roaches <laughs> around. <laughs> all right, so I know everybody loved that story so much. Uh, let's do another roach story. <laughs> And this one is, it's different, but it is just as bad, if not worse. I'm excited. This story happened back in June of 2018. And this story, it's not for the squeamish. Let's just say that. Let's meet Blake Collins. He lives in Tallahassee, Florida. And he has been fighting a roach infestation for three years in his apartment.
1: Yeah, probably Oriental down there. Oriental cockroaches. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was I just thought you were calling him Oriental. No, just... no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Tallahassee. But that's it.
0: I know there's German roaches and Oriental roaches. Yeah, there's there's a, there's, there's a few them.
1: different other species, but yeah. Okay. Hissing cockroaches, Ew. those are nasty ones.
0: Ew.
1: They're all nasty. Yeah. All right, Except so... the ones you put jewels on, and you put a little chain. Yeah. You know? Wait, what? Oh, yeah. People will put they'll put little gems on it, and then put like a gold chain on like on their capel or lapel, right? Am I saying that right? Yeah, lapel. Lapel. And so, you know, it's chained on. They'll just walk around your chest with its jewels and whatnot. Oh, my goodness. Isn't that nuts? I've never heard of that. Yeah, look it up. It's crazy. That's kind of clever, though. Right? (laughs) Work with what you got. All right, so one night,
0: Blake Collins was in bed asleep when he felt something crawl all over his face. He was like, Oh, my God, it's another cockroach. (laughs) So he swatted it off, and when he swatted it, it jumped on his pillow and then came back on his face.
2: Oh, my goodness. At
0: that point, when he tried to swat it again, it ran... And went straight up his ear. Oh my Ooh. goodness! It went from the eyebrows to the earwax. <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> couldn't get the eyebrows, so yeah, it went to the <laughs> second plan, and it just crawled right in. Oh, yeah. He couldn't get it out. He got and stuck. It was panicking, and well, he had never had a roach in his ear before, and didn't know what to do. So uh, he could, and he said he could feel it burrowing deeper oh. and deeper. Nasty.
2: That was probably loud, too. Yeah. Well, yeah, he, he mentions <laughs> that. He
0: said it felt like someone was shoving a Q-tip all the way into his head. Oh. And he couldn't stop it. And he could feel its legs moving and vibrating. Oh. It was so... Yeah, it was... Oh, so. That uh, sounds awful. Change the channel. Change the channel. <laughs> but yeah, you can hear the legs scratching in his ear canal. Can you uh, just imagine? he
1: got big, ugly legs. Yeah. Uh, just uh.
0: thinking
1: of... Yeah, so he gives you the... <laughs>
0: I don't even know what to call that, but... The heebie-jeebies, the
1: heebie-jeebies.
0: So he went to the doctor the next day. Uh, he says at first the doctors didn't believe him, but when then they uh, looked inside, they were like, yep, yeah, there's a roach in your ear. Freaking roach in your ear, man.
1: He's not lying.
0: The doctors made him lay on his side and poured a numbing agent called lidocaine. 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 Yeah. 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 And they poured that in his ear. That's when he could feel it kicking around really fast. Ugh. And he even heard it squeal. Oh. Oh. It was like a high-pitched noise from the dying roach. And, he felt, and then he felt the roach actually die inside of his ear. Oh, my ear. goodness.
1: Ooh, at least he had a good last meal.
0: <laughs> wow. The doctor then pulled out an egg. Oh. That the roach laid inside his what? ear. Jeez. He had an egg inside
1: his freaking ear. Probably got oh. just stuck in the wax.
0: Yeah, um, and thankfully though, the shell hadn't broke yet. Ooh, good. Otherwise, there can be up to forty roaches in an egg, and they would all be in his ear. That's oh my goodness. terrifying. It really can you imagine that? No, oh. that'd
1: be. would be the worst. Need to go to some therapy after that.
0: Yeah. Uh, they got the egg, but the actual roach was too far inside. What has that happened? I don't know. So he had to boil it out using hydrogen peroxide, and it creates a bubbly, fizzy reaction. Right, and that's how he got uh, got it to the surface. Huh? He was pulling out roach legs like one at a time.
2: Oh my goodness! And, uh, body
0: parts until he finally got the, the brunt the of it. And, yeah, and he was I mean he, he was pretty ecstatic once he got everything out. As you can imagine. <laughs> wow. Now uh, Blake threatened to go to the press about the roach-filled apartment, and then they let him out of his
1: lease. <laughs> nice. And then he filled his his other ear, and there was another. <laughs> oh man! Uh, Blake and his husband
0: are now living in a roach-free apartment which I'm glad for them. I love
1: happy endings.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I do too. But uh, that would be the worst. A roach in your ear just stuck in there. Mm. Okay, so uh, Matt, you and I actually have a personal roach story to share as well. So back around, it was like last year around this time, Uh I was actually working with Matt. Him and I were working for another guy. It was just the three of us. Mm -hmm. And we were working
1: in... Um, Park City. Park City. In this apartment complex that a we named A lower
0: income, a, a lower income apartment complex where they, it, well, nobody spoke English. Huh. But, oh,
2: uh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't even know they had lower income in Park City. Right? Me neither <laughs> until it's you it's found this it.
1: place. And yeah, it was hard. It was weird. And everybody, you know, spoke, you know, spoke Spanish and we were trying to explain to everybody, hey, we want to clear out your cabinets because, because that, every time we'd open like a drawer, um, cockroaches would fall down. Uh, in,
0: well, not in every not, e- everyone, not everyone, but there was but two there or three was, that were particular. And you know the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, that was the worst. Well, you'd
1: open. I had it happen a couple times where you opened up a a, a cabinet door and a cockroach would fall into like a box of something, like a box of cereal. Oh. And you would so desperately want to tell this family, you know, don't eat the f- don't eat this uh, box of cereal or whatever, and they're just looking at you like, yeah, Captain <laughs> Crunch. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh shoot. Well, there is what it is. Yeah, but Ooh. we did a yeah. we did a couple out, our
0: apartments in there in that built in those buildings and God, it was the one in, you know the one I'm thinking of. It was so dirty. Like being uh, having a clean home really makes a big difference.
1: Oh yeah, this guy was ruining it for like the whole building. Oh really? this yeah. one
0: this one Cause, apartment yeah because each
1: each week uh, you know they would gradually get better and better except this one guys who's it was just brutal for so long
0: uh, oh. I, I remember I, I couldn't I lost my appetite after going in that one before I was like oh. right it was really bad <clears throat> so I have experience with this too just letting everybody know uh, but I did a little research and found that most roach infest the ro- most roach infested cities in America. Know what they are, yeah. Well, this source said that New Orleans was the worst. Number
1: one is it, I wonder if it's because of all the different like boats coming in. I have no idea. It's a harbor, it's being a harbor and all, Uh, and you know, they're coming. I mean, that's how we got oriental cockroaches out here, yeah. But, um,
0: so. Uh, they said that uh, uh new orleans was the worst and then followed by the other some of the others were houston, miami, that's atlanta, phoenix, raleigh, new york city, dallas, la, and memphis. Mm-hmm. so in a lot of ways it's just kind of the big cities. big cities get them there. Yeah. right. so that's a big part of it. Hmm. all right. so i don't think there's going to be any more roach stories for the rest of the episode just letting everybody know. That's Probably That's good. good, yeah. Yeah, I'm over, it.
2: <laughs> I'm over is it, it. Is it good or is there worse?
0: Uh, there's I'm sure there's worse stories oh. out there. We maybe we'll have to find them sometime, anyway. Now, let's cover a different pest, Matt. One that you mentioned, they are little blood suckers known as bed bugs, and they are
1: so gross, too. Oh, they're worse than cockroaches. You think so? Uh, I mean, cockroaches are grosser to look at, but. Ah, bedbugs are little vampires. Come in the yeah, they are. Come in the middle of the night and suck your blood. Yeah,
2: I, th- I think Good Morning America or some, you know, the the big uh, news media outlet came out. Was talking a lot, a lot about it. Maybe it was probably about five years ago. So it seemed like all the wives, all the women, were like, "Oh, we got to check." Because after that, Dana was like, "Okay, when we go to the hotel, this is oh, what yeah. you got to do right? Right. every yeah, time." And every time. Why not look you, for bed bugs? Because yeah, I've never
1: check. come across them yet. You know, right. on, wood, on wood. Yeah. what's crazy about them is they're uh like if I were if you go and treat a house and you leave just one behind. Um, they're asexual so they can and one can reproduce all by itself yeah
0: are they asexual?
1: Yeah and they I mean they can travel 30 to 40 feet you know in a in over 24 hours
2: yeah. mm. and
1: uh, you know a couple days they can make it from your uh, living room into your bedroom and reproduce right there in your bed with just mm. one yeah oh,
0: all right well uh, I got some information uh, well first off they're very small and sometimes hard to see they're with super the naked hard to eye. See. Uh, And they they like to, you know, be in cracks and crevices and in and around the beds. I mean, there does not have to be. They could be all over anywhere in the house. Anywhere in the house, really. Wood. (laughs) so Pretty much everywhere. Yeah. They could be there. Uh, Then while you're sleeping at night, they will feed on your blood. So if you if you wake up and you see that your sheets have blood on them, It may be because of bed bugs. Gee, yeah,
1: that's how we initially look for them. Yeah,
0: that's that makes the blood stains are easier to see than the bed bugs, Mm -hmm. and they can uh, be one of the most difficult and expensive bugs to get rid of, like you were saying earlier. Yeah, and uh, you've seen bed. I I know you and I both seen bed bugs before. You've probably seen more than I have. You like you said, Mm -hmm. they're your least favorite, aren't they?
1: Yeah, just because the thought of uh, bringing one home with me. Yeah, I mean, after I'm done doing a house, I, I'm like uh, riding home with me. It would be like riding, you know, the train home that's filled up with like kerosene. You know? <laughs> it, it wouldn't be a good ride for them.
0: <laughs> all right, so I'm just gonna go over some interesting facts about bed bugs, and then we'll move on. So bed bugs, they can live anywhere, uh, all around the house, and I know they live in uh, and they live in all human settlements, and they live in all fifty states. So probably everywhere else too, and they could be in big cities or even in rural areas. There's, they could be anywhere. Uh, you can't feel bed bug bites either. Uh, their bite is similar to say like mosquitoes, and, oh, and even um, a
1: mosquito you can feel, but right? bed bugs you can't. Well, you're asleep usually. Yeah,
0: you're asleep. And then the next day you have like itchy bumps, kind of like a mosquito. Oh. Mm. And they tend to leave dark spots on beds, so it can, if you are, if there is an infestation, you should be able to see this evidence. These dark spots are like fecal matter. Oh, okay. So you'll see it on, you can see it on a mattress or somewhere like that. Huh. So cold temperatures uh, can kill bed bugs. It's got to be very cold, though. My source said it's got to be like a negative. <laughs> In oh. the negatives, and that will kill them. So you, you could uh, toss your mattress outside for a few hours and kill them all if it was cold enough. <laughs> yeah, if you're
2: in Antarctica uh, or something.
1: <laughs> well, back in the day, um, like it was here the late 1800s or the early, early 1900s when they made uh, bed frames um, out of uh, metal. Mm-hmm. They would do it like that because um, if you ever got bed bugs, what they do is just cover it with gasoline and light it on fire to, you know, take care of all the bed bugs that way because it was a real problem back then. Oh, gee. Yeah. Also,
0: they are very resistant bugs and can go months without eating, too. Mm. And they can live for up to 300 days. And females can lay up to five eggs per day. Gee. No wonder they're hard to get rid of. That's so many. But uh, something else interesting is cockroaches actually eat bed bugs. I I didn't know this. I
1: I didn't know that either. That's cool.
0: Yeah, so when you have a bed bug problem, you know, just dump a bunch of roaches on your bed. They're cheaper to get rid of. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and then you'll have a a roach problem, but that's a little maybe easier to solve and cheaper. (laughs) Uh, Bed bugs actually aren't dangerous. They don't carry diseases or um, anything like that. So they're really just more of a nuisance, but they're just a disgusting nuisance. Yeah, wow.
1: right.
0: Um, and how do, like you said in your story, bedbugs spread, Matt?
1: Uh, just a, there's uh, multiple ways. I mean, it really, just they jump onto a, uh, you know, somebody going by and... Uh, you know, if you're at a friend's house who has uh, bed bugs, and you sit on their couch, and it has bed bugs on it, and then you take get up and go home, and you ride the home you ride home on a bus, and you sit on that bus, <laughs> and they jump off there, then they can spread onto all the people that are on just that like bus, just like spreading a plague, their eggs. Yeah, Ooh. I mean, and then you take them home yourself, and then your kids take them to school. Ah, It's super easy for them to get around. Yeah.
0: Well, if if anybody does have a bed bug infestation in your mattress, do you want to know what you should do? Burn
2: it down!
0: That's right. Burn it down. I forgot to add that in our last story, but that clip's going to be coming up a couple more times. And actually actually what you really want to do is you want to call an expert like Matt to solve your problem for you. Yeah, definitely. And pay him lots of yeah. money.
1: Yeah, definitely don't throw away any of your stuff. Yeah, no, you know, no, it's not necessary. No, we got this. 21st century. <laughs> we cool. But still you kind of want to burn it down. Hey, maybe burn your sheets but keep your yeah. keep your bed. All right. But if if
0: uh, anyone wants to see how bed bugs can uh, how bad they can be, there are plenty of videos on YouTube. Uh, I I watched way too many of them, and they grossed me out. Uh, oh, and cities with the worst bed bugs in the U.S. You want to know?
1: Yeah, Baltimore. I, you are number one. A bit farming area or farming? Yeah, farming states. Well, yeah, like, like I don't Maryland, know, a farming or, state.
2: I don't know. Um, I don't think so. Maryland, well, no. Oh no, no. It's, it's more urban because it's close yeah. to DC. Yeah, that's what I was
0: thinking. Then Washington D.C. number two. Oh, well, Chica- then Chicago has
1: wooded areas. Though. L.A.,
0: Columbus, New York City, Cincinnati, mm-hmm. Detroit, Atlanta, and Philadelphia. Those are the top ones from the source
2: I got. It sounds like super random. Yeah, areas. I
0: mean, well, big cities, super populated areas. That's. Mm. I mean, it could be on the outskirts too. I don't it know.
2: May, yeah, it oh. might have to do with the low income, you know, areas there. You know. Yeah, yeah I agree. It might vary too from year to year. Yeah. That's just
0: what the source said. but I don't have anything else for that. Hmm. All right, so my next story takes place in two thousand nine, and let's go to Rexburg, Idaho. Hey. Rexburg is just a bit north of Idaho Falls. One of the worst cities in America. What? I (laughs) thought Tucson was. (laughs) Oh, that's definitely up there, too. Uh, But Idaho Falls is... I I do not like Idaho Falls. Sorry for my family that lives there. My sister and her family, they live in Idaho Falls. I don't like Idaho Falls. (laughs) Anyway, we are dealing with an animal I bet you haven't really had to deal with yet, Matt. Hmm. So let's... I'll I'll tell you in a second. Let's meet a young couple. Ben and Amber Sessions, and they just bought their dream home, a five bedroom home on the countryside at a price of less than $180,000. Hmm. Yeah, so one thing about that part of Idaho is that the housing is not very expensive, right? Yeah, right, yeah,
2: it's affordable.
0: Yeah, probably a couple acres too while you're at it. Yeah. all right. But uh, Ben and Amber soon realize their dream home. It's not what they wanted it to be, Uh-oh. as it is infested with hundreds and hundreds of... Wasp. Garter snakes. Ooh. So it's uh, actually garter, not gardener. I used to think it was gardener. It's yeah, garter,
2: G-A-R-T-E-R. I used to think the same
1: thing, but they're not dangerous. No, they're just no.
2: I used to think they were saying garden snakes. That's, what I thought. that's I where thought we'd that find too. them, so I was like, yeah. oh, garden. But yeah. it's actually garter, G-A-R-T-E-R.
0: Yeah, but they are a smaller, non-venomous snakes that live pretty much all over North America. And they're around, they're around here, too. I mean, we could, pro- yeah. we could go out in Dave's backyard and maybe find one out there. It's not a big deal. We used deal. to see it
2: as kids. And yeah. They, people would play with them, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, they didn't usually buy it, but sometimes they If they, they bite, it, it doesn't do, do much. Yeah. Yeah. They'll bleed a little bit. Not a big deal. Did you yeah. grow
1: up here in Utah? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah.
0: All right. But an infestation is a whole other story. Hundreds of snakes crawled beneath the home. Ooh. Not just that. Uh, at night, the young couple said they would they would lie awake and hear slithering inside the walls. Oh, I oh, sleep there. Oh, no way. Yeah,
2: and snakes. Why did it have to be snakes? Uh, Indiana right?
0: Jones. Oh, and they also have two young boys as well. And Amber is pregnant at the time. Oh my goodness. Each morning before Amber and the boys got up, Ben would do a sweep throughout the house to make sure there are no snakes they got inside. (laughs) One day, Ben says he heard Amber scream from the laundry room where she almost stepped on a snake. Oh, wow. And they also wouldn't drink their tap water because their water carried the foul-smelling musk of the snakes. Ew! Ew. Yeah,
1: because they were probably in their water and the water coming out slimy. That's nasty. That's so
0: gross. Uh, They invited family as witness and would snap pictures of what was going on. And at the height of the infestation, Ben said he killed 42 snakes in one day. Oh, wow. Before he decided he was just done and couldn't do it anymore. 42 wow. in one day.
1: Gee. Wait, just with a
0: shovel? Probably, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Oh, wow. So when they bought the home, they had signed a document that noted that there was a snake infestation. But their real estate agent said that the snakes were just a story invented by the previous owners to leave their mortgage behind. Ew, oh, shade. Shady,
2: huh? Yeah. They need to name that agent. Right. Uh, neighbors were fairly aware of
0: this home being infested. One neighbor one neighbor named uh, Dustin Chambers said, and I quote, I felt bad. By the time we knew someone had bought it, they were already moving in. It was too late.
1: Gee. I'm surprised the neighbors weren't dealing with it either.
0: Well, I'm going to tell you kind of what they th- what it, the situation is. And it's either, it's in Rexburg, so they're not like... The houses right, are spread apart. Yeah, like houses them. are spread yeah. apart. Okay. Oh. And Amber said their family was starting to fall apart. She says, and I quote, It was just so stressful. It felt like we were living in Satan's lair. Nice. Uh, Medusa's. I like that, though. Satan's lair. That's pretty good. After three months of living in the home... They filed for bankruptcy, and the house was foreclosed. Ben says that they are not going to pay for a house of House of Snakes.
1: Yeah, take it, bank.
0: Yeah, uh, the house was the was then owned by J.P. Morgan Bank, and <laughs> uh, uh, the they went back on the they went back on the market uh, after a few months later. Mm-hmm. The home did. Uh, the Discovery Channel. Uh, Actually, did a feature on this story for its uh, series called Infested. Uh, Then, uh, then the home was back off the market right after that.
2: Yeah, they couldn't fix it for the
0: show. No, they didn't. The show didn't want it to be fixed. But they talked about the home. They talked poorly on the home. I mean, I I don't even know if they went in there for the show or not. But they just got the story from Amber and Ben. That's
2: funny that the bank would try to just sell it as is too. You know, it's like oh Mm -hmm. here, it's it's one of those things. It's like hey, get rid of the infestation, boom, and it's and it's sellable. It's back again. Otherwise, you're losing money because nobody's going to buy it unless unless it's dirt cheap. You know Right. right. And then they can take care of the problem. Yeah,
0: so so the price price was pretty low even at this point for the house. It kept dropping, but still. And there have actually been people who did go and look at the home since in the last few recent years. But now the neighbors have warned everybody who comes by.
1: (laughs) No, do not get that. You got to tear that house down. It sounds like it's in the walls and the pipes. Or turn
2: it into a haunted house during uh, (laughs) Halloween.
1: So uh, Ben says that he
0: has been diagnosed with snake-related PTSD. Wow. And thinks the house should be condemned and that they should... Burn it down! That's right. Burn <laughs> that down. Nice.
2: Hey, since he's got PTSD, maybe we can get him a uh, pet or a crocodile for his... Uh, uh, what, do you, what do you call? Animal... what Ah, oh, what am I thinking of? I don't know what oh, you're thinking of. The service animal. The service animal, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, Or an alligator like we had uh, last week on the show. Yeah. <laughs> or a snake. Too soon, too soon. <laughs> too soon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but he and his uh, wife uh, still have nightmares and haven't recovered financially either. Hmm. Hopefully they're doing better now. I don't I don't know. But uh, so the home was most likely built on a large snake den. Jeez. So this is where the snakes would gather in large numbers to hibernate for winter. Mm. So in spring and summer the snakes uh, they fan out right? And they yeah. go their own ways. But when it starts getting colder, they return to the den. And they ball up uh-huh. for heat and then they hibernate for the winter. Oh wow. And it, it makes sense because the they ended up moving out in December of that year. Oh okay. So man, Ben and Ember really got screwed. Yeah, in uh, a, a, a shitty
1: way. Man, that'd, yeah. that'd be awful to do all that. Yeah, that's horrible. yeah uh, should have read the fine print. <laughs> or they, should, they were lied to. They. Yeah. yeah I guess that's true. Real sure must have been the listing agent too. Then. <laughs> yeah. I just want
0: to sell it, you know. All right. So Matt, you have, um, you have some information. F- for us, uh, you're gonna go over some exo- what, ex say exotic pests. Yeah, just some just some pests that you never want to run into. All right, so uh, yeah, we like to make our guests work here on Force of Nature. So Matt, why don't you share this with us?
1: All right, a couple of pests that you never want to come across. Um, the first one on my list is the bot fly. you ever heard of that? I've yeah. Heard of yeah, yeah. yeah. Bot flies. Um, you can guarantee that they're not cute. Um, <laughs> uh, the larva of bot flies uh, parasites varies from different mammal to mammal, and so there's just different species. Some for uh, like horses, for example, some for dogs, Wait, and so some for bot humans. horse flies and bot horse flies, bot hippo flies. Sure, I, I, <laughs> I don't know every animal that there's a bot fly for, okay. but there is one for the humans. And these little nasty guys, um, what they'll do is, let's see here. um, The larva, let's see. The female grabs onto a blood-feeding mosquito mid-flight and sticks her eggs on it. Then off goes uh, the mosquito on its merry way to a delicious human. Um, Then what will happen is the mosquito will bite the human and the eggs will fall off. And they will, somehow or the other, they will get into the uh, hole that the mosquito made from when it fit into it. Weird. Yeah. And so then, you know, uh, the eggs will go inside, um, you know, the person. And then the larva will set up camp in the tissue and chow down on the um, on on the tissue, um, growing up to a few centimeters in size. At this stage, the larva can often be seen as a lump of skin. A lump under the skin, with a small lesion on top, and sometimes it can be felt moving around and under the skin. Yeah, it's
0: weird. And the
1: lesion is is just like once again where the mosquito bit and uh, the larva went in, and it's like it's a little breathing hole. And so I saw this nasty video online of this guy. He uh, he was trying to get this uh, fly larva out of uh, this his daughter's uh, forehead. And so, to get it out, they put a piece of duct tape over her head and where the um, the hole was so it uh-huh. couldn't get any air. Oh. So, it started pushing out, uh, oh, th- you know, cool. th- to get you know, get some air. And so, they pulled out the duct off the duct tape when it was halfway out and pulled the rest of it out with some tweezers. Oh. And that's cool! Oh, it's super <laughs> nasty, so gross, though. Yeah, yeah. So, that's a that's that's one of the more grosser ones on my list. Um, this one, next one's just he's just straight up scary. It's the Japanese giant hornet.
0: Oh, I've heard, I've heard of these guys. Yeah, they're ne- actually they were on um, you know that uh, on Netflix the seventy two most dangerous animals. Yeah, they yeah. were
2: they were on the one, the Asian one. Ah, huh. uh, yeah. So, so does the Japanese hornet have any relation to Cato K- uh, from the Green Hornet?
1: No, I don't don't get it. No, you don't get it? I I get you. No, no, I got you. Did you you get it? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, I don't. I I don't know. Heroes?
0: I remember heroes.
1: No, no, not heroes. Never mind. Anyways, the Japanese giant hornet. um, These ferocious winged devils are a uh, subspecies of the Asian giant hornet um, that that are uh, local to Japan. Uh, They can grow to be two inches in length. And um, have a quarter inch stinger that injects venom that not only dissolves human flesh but also can attack the nervous system.
2: Ooh, yeah. ooh. Doesn't sound good. So,
1: if you see one of these big uh, uh, hornets coming your way and you know that's pissed off at you, what do you think to do? Probably run away from it, right? Uh, yeah? Nope. These guys can fly up to 25 miles per hour and they can go 60 miles without getting tired. So. Wow. Unless you can run twenty five miles, I think per hour I remember for... that
0: being a part of the, uh, the on the show. I remember them mentioning something like that. So yeah, wow. definitely don't want to be around these guys.
1: Yeah, That's I crazy. mean, um, th- these guys are really known for being particularly aggressive um, and fearless. Fearless um, towards European honeybees, um, which are often kept by Japanese farmers. Um, if a hornet comes across a hive, it will mark it with its pheromones so that the others in the area can be alerted of its presence. Um, then the horrible massacre begins and Whoa. yeah they just jack them all up a single hornet can chop up to 40 bees per minute <laughs>
2: jeez oh, that yeah. would be cool
1: to watch right that would be oh, like wow. in slow-mo too yeah that would be something cool Come on planet earth 3 why don't you show us right, right? Yeah, be- <laughs> um, in a mere 3 hours a team of hornets can shred a whopping 30,000 bees leaving a pile of heads and limbs jeez <laughs> that's so gangster cool gangster right wow. there yeah um another the next one on my list this is a these guys are crazy they're called the uh, bullet ants um bullet ants yeah yeah these, i know exactly what they are these guys uh the reason they're on my list because um they have the most okay sorry you go no they're in the rainforest throughout central america and some of south america um they don't look like a bullet so why are they nicknamed bullet ants because they their uh, bite hurts so bad it feels like you got shot. Wow. That's exactly what you're right, man. That's Um, a hard I am the animal guy here. (laughs) (laughs) Um (laughs) self-proclaimed. Uh let's see. The since uh yeah, so extremely painful. Um these uh indigenous indigenous tribes in uh Brazil, what they'll do to um what's it called? Uh uh, initiation ceremonies. Yeah, to, to become a man. To become a man, what they'll do is they'll fill it like a glove up with these bullet ants and they have to, mm-hmm. they have to stick their hand in this glove for tw- uh, 20 seconds. You know, like it's like a gang beat or like a like a beat-in. You know, oh gangs will do for goodness. like 15 seconds where they well on you. Well, these guys, you know, they do it with these ballads. It's like hands. a ceremony
0: to become a man. It's something you yeah. gotta do, and then their Jeez. their hand looks like
1: it was like a baseball glove after that. Yeah,
0: and they just got to deal through
1: the pain. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Um, they'll, and they'll do it for 10 minutes, not 20 seconds, 10 minutes. They 10 have to minutes. The on.
2: We need to start doing that. So, you know, <laughs> if someone wants, you know, as your kids get older, someone wants to marry your kids. You're like, oh, you want to think you're a man?
1: You, <laughs> you want to date my daughter? For put 20 your hand well, It gets even crazier. You think one time is enough. No, you have to do it 20 times. Oh, my goodness. Before God. you are a legit man. Now. This is sounding what I'm going to do for my kids. Yeah. <laughs> right put in uh, their socks when they start acting out. Just one.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: we will actually uh, cover ants sometime, and we will talk more okay. in more in, in more depth about bullet ants. That's specifically. crazy.
1: Okay, so I got a couple more here. Um, one is, this guy's cool. It's called the assassin bug.
0: Okay, I've heard of it. Um,
1: the behavior seen in some of these species of assassin bug wouldn't be out of place in Game of Thrones. Um, so pretty much what these guys will do is they'll... Uh, They'll find its a uh, uh, its prey, kill them, and put the rest of its body on top of him and start building up more and more armor from different victims that it kills. <laughs> <I> mean, <yeah. laughs> and it kind of wears it as like trophies, and it kind of like works. Like a bounty hunter. Well, yeah, and it well it's assassin, to, right? So. Yeah, I mean, could you imagine if you're like an insect and you come up to this other insect that has like these different you Know Crazy. different heads on it or different yeah. wings and whatnot. Like, who's
2: this guy? <laughs> yeah, it sounds like the bad guy on some Conan the
1: Barbarian or something, yeah. you know? Right, yeah, yeah, these those guys are things playing straight up Borderlands, you know? <laughs> right, right. So, that's my Game of Thrones bug. Um, I got another wasp for you. Uh, the, re- the reason I'm doing this guy is because he's he's the zombie wasp,
0: the zombie wasp
1: that's what I'm gonna call it because um, it's, it's actually called the jewel wasp. Or the um, emerald cockroach wasp. Um, it's a uh, it's a wasp that uses cockroaches as a live food supply for its developing larva. Um, and so what it will do is um, the jewel wasp, jewel wasp starts off b- the attack by stinging the cockroach around the midsection, paralyzing the front legs. Um, now the cockroach can't do much and it's kind of paralyzed from the head or the you know the neck down mm. and then um, this is something that no other re- really, no other insect at least uh, cataloged, uh, does which is it will then stab the cockroach in its head with its uh, with its uh, needle cool. injecting <laughs> the venom directly into the victim's brain um, so while several mind-manipulating organisms ex- exist the jewel wasp is the only parasite that injects venom directly into the brain of the host yeah I just said that But um, the venom blocks off a particular uh, neurotransmitter called the octopane or something like that, which controls its its motivation to walk. So um, although the cockroach is not entirely paralyzed, it loses the will to escape and effectively turns into a zombie nursery. Uh, Right? So the wasp then drags the enslaved cockroach into the underground layer and lays eggs into the cockroach's abdomen. This then hatches and eats the host inside while it's still alive because you they wouldn't want to eat a rotting cockroach, it's got to be alive for them. Oh my goodness! The cockroach dies about eight days later, after which, larva forms a snug cocoon ready to emerge around a month later. Lovely,
2: wow, this stuff sounds like this sounds uh, eerily like video games to my kids, right? right? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. So <laughs> they're all par- sounds they're Game paralyzed and uh, can't do it when they, they don't want to move anymore. And then their body just eats away because they just sit there playing video games. <laughs> right. It all kind of sounds Game of Thrones-y.
1: I, I know, know right? one of those bugs. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Bugs are savage, man. I tell you what. Yeah. I mean, ants still practice slavery. They <laughs> <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> They'll go and conquer, you know, their neighboring... Uh, They're like a neighboring colony and all the ants that survive, they'll turn them into slaves (laughs) and they'll make them go out and collect, you know, uh, food for them. But this is where the ants can get the slave ants can get the revenge. When I come around and I put that poison out for them, They can take that poison and take it in like an assassin Ah, to their new queen and get the Like a suicide bomber? A suicide (laughs) ant bomber. A suicide ant bomber? (laughs) Yeah. So I'm helping uh, slave ants find justice. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. That's pretty good.
0: (laughs) That's pretty. Well, thanks, Matt. That was good. I mean, most of those are exotic uh pests and we probably aren't gonna run into here, right?
1: Oh no, for the most part no. Yeah, I mean we're good. there's so <laughs> there's so many uh different insects that we have yet to discover that uh, that's true. They're so cool, I'm sure. But yeah. Uh, I'm glad of what we got here.
2: <laughs> it's not too bad. <laughs> yeah. Garter snakes. Yeah we could do it. With yeah that. we can yeah. handle garter snakes.
0: Alright so thank you Matt. Uh Dave, do you have something for us? Yeah. So why don't yeah. you go
2: now? Okay so um, this one's um, up in, we're going to go up to the Arctic in Greenland. Okay. 19 really? or 2015. Yeah. Oh my. This is about, uh, they had a mosquito infestation happening there in 2015. Okay. In Greenland. Really? Yeah. You know, you Too usually cold. think a warmer thing. Yeah, yeah. usually think they're warmer, but, but uh, what happens is, is once everything unfreezes, Then the mosquitoes then start to come out.
0: Well, it's really bad in Alaska, too.
2: Yeah. So, but because, you know, the climate's been, you know, getting warmer, you know, in 2015 at the time, the glaciers melted quicker, which gets these little, uh, you know, how do you say Little ground level water ponds there that they just, that then they grow in and then they just became their eggs. Yeah. Yeah. Became a big problem there. So, I've got a picture I want to show you. Look at how big some of these are. Just like everything else up north, these mosquitoes oh, yeah. are yeah, big. those are big. Like, the,
0: uh, did you know the mosquitoes are the state bird of Alaska?
2: Are you serious? No, I'm not serious. Oh,
0: they're, <laughs> they're not a
1: bird, Dave. Why did you It's I just say a that joke there. that they oh. say there.
0: <laughs> oh, okay.
1: Yeah, you, I got you on that one. I <laughs> you've, you've thrown that at me a couple times. I think times. I have told
2: you that one before.
1: <laughs> nice.
2: So, but, yeah, they, they came out, they started growing earlier, and uh became they're hu- there's a large population of them and the thing about it is there's not much for them to even eat up there so there's yeah. just car- there's some caribou yeah. which are kind of like reindeer they are they've got exact mus- same. Mus- musk ox, but you know muskox have you know, Ooh, pretty, yeah, whatever thick. it is. That's so, probably
1: why they're so much bigger. So they gotta get through their hide.
2: Yeah, I might play a role. Yeah, but uh, the care, I mean, the, but the problem is because there's not much for them to go after. When they find something, Ooh. they're vicious. Like mm. they just don't stop. So it's like if you ever get bit by one, it, it doesn't just, stop. It's they're not just gonna gonna leave you going to keep going. Yeah, it, everything, and then it attracts more. Mm. And yeah, you just you're like, I gotta get out of here. But they're so vicious; they'll even they're even known to kill uh, baby caribou. Really? Because they just keep going; so they can't stop them. Wow! wow. So
0: well, a lot of the reason for the caribou migration in um, around is because of mosquitoes. Yeah, that's yeah, in Alaska and R- Russia
2: and yeah. all over the Arctic. Yeah, that's and death s- by a
1: thousand cuts. So yeah. so
2: it, it's <laughs> kind much. of a, it's funny because they talk about it like this is just too much for them, but yet at the same time they can't get rid of them completely because. They keep them migrating so that they don't kill out all the grass in they, one area. Mosquitoes play a role. That's the, like the only role, because they've, they, they've they talked they about mosquitoes. Mosquitoes are Like They don't do anything else. <laughs> you know? Mosquitoes suck.
1: They do zero to they, contribute. Yeah, I, I hate mosquitoes. Yeah. Everybody hates
0: mosquitoes. Actually, and they are the number one killer uh, of any a animal fumen. of any animal
2: because they spread disease. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They kill more people. But, yeah. uh, than anything. So oddly enough, though, these ones in Greenland they don't carry diseases. Okay. They, they're they're a non-carrier uh type of mosquito hmm, interesting. so they don't carry west nile virus anything like that that we'd get to you know it would have to be from one of those kind of mosquitoes down there right so that's that's good at least they're not you know, spreading the disease so. but man it's they're good for yeah. you, greenland <laughs> it's crazy so yeah they have that and that's part of the problem with the the climate change up there is because it is getting warmer so uh, hopefully they don't make their way down here because they're kind of big but but
0: uh well, yeah. Hopefully, it'll make their way down there. Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> anyway, that was that was that. So yeah, we
0: we've um we just had our a couple of cases of West Nile here in Utah. Yeah, we did. Yeah, I heard that too. Yeah. So yeah, mosquitoes. Ugh.
1: Nothing. Uh. Nothing. I hate them, but
0: there's nothing you can really do about them.
2: In yeah. A lot of ways. Yeah, they're a bugger to treat. Nice one, nice one. You came up with the first pun for the day. Woo! Oh, a bug a mosquito. Oh. Never mind. That was off the cuff. What's up? Thank you, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So before we're done, I'm
0: going to. I got two more quick stories I want to cover, real, just real real fast. Uh, we can't talk about infestations without talking about some rodents, especially rats. Hmm. Now, we will be doing an episode on rats next month. So I'm going to just share one quick story about them. Uh, so let's meet a man named Jeff McKenzie. Uh, and he is an exterminator in Palm Harbor, Florida, in September of 2015. One of the worst cases he experienced involved a woman, and over the course of a year, she had spent 8000 on another company to solve her rat problem. Oh my goodness.
1: That's criminal. Yeah. That's crazy. That turned out
0: to be wasted money. And one night... She woke up in the middle of the night with a rat on her face. Oh my oh. goodness! And the rat had been chewing on her nose. I knew oh. it. Ugh.
1: How'd you know it? Because um, that's that's one thing uh, they tell you to look out for when you're treating for rats is uh, if like you're going into like a dark area trying to look for one. You gotta be careful with your face because they'll jump out at you and latch onto your nose and really. Oh dig my goodness! It. Yeah. Ugh. All right, <laughs> That sounds like
2: the worst Gee, thing And that I We had I want to think I think it was mice In an apartment once um, And they um, I caught one In a uh, with The glue strips You know mm-hmm. And took it out And I was I was trying to feel humane <laughs> And I was like I just I'll just let it go out here So I had I had oven mitts You know And they're thick Those suckers are thick Right I had it And I grabbed it out of the bag That I had it in and it bit down. And I could feel mm, yeah.
1: a lot of pressure yeah. from that. It I did not it.
2: pierce. Luckily, it did not pierce anything. Well, my skin it mm. didn't pierce. But you could feel it. Those suckers have yeah. a, quite a bite. Definitely. And, that's, and I think that was just a mouse. And rats are huge. Rats yeah. can get big. So uh,
0: Jeff began treating her home with eight daily visits in a row. And a total of nine rats were collected. And the home was proclaimed to be rat-free. But yeah, to wake up to something trying to eat you never really fun, right? Mm-mm. And that that's just a quick rat story, and believe me, I have found many more rat stories. So when we cover them, it's going to be very gross, but very fun. I'm actually I've been really
1: excited about doing a rat episode. So yeah. it's going to be part of our Halloween series. Okay. Yeah, there's so many stories, like especially like in like places like the Philippines or yeah. you know, they have to sleep with socks on. Because, or if they don't cover up their feet, they can wake up to the rats chewing at the soles of their foot. Uh, yeah.
0: And then you guys have heard uh, the, of the New York City rat carrying a big slice of pizza. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: So, <laughs> yeah. New York's got a serious problem. Yeah, they've
0: got big rat problems. I mean, I I, I did I forgot to write it down, but I did a nice like, search on like the most in cities that are the worst uh-huh. with um, rats. Uh, I know for sure New York, Milwaukee, Chicago. Probably just the big cities again for
1: the most part, but I think there's like ten times more rats than there are people in New York. I wouldn't doubt. Wow. Yeah. Well,
2: you know, it's all that stuff is just because we make it that way for them. You know, we we give them an environment to live in, but stuff like that. New York just has it. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Garbage all over, you know. You know, it's just easy for
0: them. I mean, they helped in the spread of the Black Death. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and I also found a cool story of these. uh, It was in medieval times, and these prisoners. We're having huge rat problems and nobody cared and nobody did anything to help them and they were just like eating little bits of their the prisoners' toes at a time. Uh, yeah, but it was a cool story.
2: <laughs> uh, cool story. <laughs> I'm excited
0: for the rats episode. I don't know why, but I'm really stoked for it. Oh, wow. Okay, so one more quick episode or one more yeah, one more quick story. <laughs> uh, let's go to Another shithole.
2: Tucson. <laughs> What's wrong with Tucson? It's a beige shithole. Okay. I live there. I can he's say that. He's always bad-mouthing it. Yeah. Yet he's got a listener that's that's, that's, uh, given, that's gotten a super shout-out, right? And yeah. he still yeah. bad-mouths it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's when
0: she gives us when I bad-mouth it.
1: <laughs> you were so right here. Talk dirty hey, about buddy. my state.
0: <laughs> All right. So, but yeah. I like, my, I like the people there. But, but Tucson in general, no. Yeah. Anyway let's go to a man who was reportedly attempting to get spiders out from underneath his mobile home oh and Matt what would you do do in this situation
1: trying to get mobile home trying to get spiders out don't you use a duster but you're talking about going under a mobile home what would yeah, you do what yeah, would yeah. You, do? you would use a duster um, you know and that, what is it was it called the stuff uh, it's like the product Delta dust yeah, it's like crushed up pythirian. Yeah, pythirian. That sounds right. Though. It's a crushed up plant, and uh, yeah, you just what it does is it, um, it it'll dry out the insects' ex- exoskeleton. So when they Ooh. walk over it, um, they'll usually take it back to their nest and then uh, put it on their eggs. And when they, you know, hatch, yeah, immediately it dries out their uh, exoskeleton and they die. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well. That is not what this guy decided to do.
0: Oh boy! <laughs> well, this guy had yeah, he had a whole another plan. He tried to using propane and a blowtorch. <laughs> ah, figures, crazy. <laughs> the house quickly caught on fire,
2: <laughs> prompting
0: the man and an elderly woman who lived inside to get out and flee. Nearly two dozen firefighters attempted uh, to save the home but were unable to put the fire down in time. This guy literally felt like he had to burn it
1: down! Burn it. Down. That's cr- th- wait. This was a pest control got guy- company. No, it was just a guy. Oh, he must. Yeah, he must not have been licensed say, or anything. Yeah. No, it was just a
0: guy. Just, just a random. It was his place. Uh, something in, in the. Like, well, sorry about that. Hope you got a shirt. Bye. Oh. It just sounds like a Tucson guy. Yeah, <laughs> that's a normal Tucson guy for you. Uh, well, you <laughs> I dig into Tucson on this story, and I set up the whole burn it down just for this story. Nice. <laughs> All right, well, fellas, that is going to wrap up the episode. Nice, uh, that was fun. Yeah, it is. Did yeah. you have a good time? Yeah, it's All awesome. Right. And I feel like there are many more stories, so we may have to do a we'll come back to infestations again sometime. Yeah. Uh, it's a good theme uh, that Matt and I thought of. But I hope everybody didn't get too creeped out and, and enjoyed it and not too many heebie-jeebies.
1: Go home and dream about what we told you tonight. Yes,
0: bed bugs, cockroaches, yeah. garter snakes in the walls. Uh, Burn it down, everything. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Matt, I'm glad we finally got you on the show and thank you for joining us. Why don't we play your your rap one more time? Hell
1: yeah, let's do it. Hi, I'm Matt, your family neighborhood bug guy. Here to make sure all the insects at your home die. Name a pest and I'll do my best to help alleviate your stress. Taking out any bug nest. And yes, I take care of rodents too. Any creepy little crawlers that may disturb you. Mustard Tech, Pest Control, LLC. Utah's new favorite local pest control company. Just call me at 801-808-4007 to get your free inspection. Thank you for listening. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Thank nice. you for nice. being on again, Matt. We appreciate it. Yeah, totally. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah. All
0: right, so everyone, for next week, well, it looks like we're gonna be taking the week off. Uh, we really only take weeks off for one main reason, <laughs> <laughs> and that's when Dave gets that itch. He gets that that Disneyland itch, and he's just he's just gotta go. <laughs> And so, since we've started this show over a little over a year ago, I think this is Dave's fourth time that you've gone uh, for, on a week-long trip with your family to Disneyland. I think it's
2: the third for Disney. No, I think yeah.
0: it's the. This will be the fourth.
2: Well, because we went to. Uh, Dude, I, uh, the beach. I will go
0: back and I will docu- and listen to every episode until okay. I figure it out. I bet. Okay. I think this is the fourth. Okay. Oh, your
1: kid's got it good. Yeah. Yeah. But they're spoiled. I hope they hear that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, you'll see the new Star Wars land. Yeah. <gasps>
1: so, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that, that be, alone would be worth going yeah, back so to Disneyland. Yeah, so that should be pretty
0: cool. You can bring me back a lightsaber. Yeah. I
1: think Cheetor wanted one, so. Ooh. Yeah, he can go with his sword and his Vietnam helmet. <laughs> Until he shapes up. I'm not getting him anything. Yeah, I mean, he did... Claimed that he wanted to take me outside and do what? Uh, kick you in the nuts. Yep. <laughs> so, anyway, for uh, when we get back,
0: uh, as of now, um, well, it's always, the card is always subject to change, but I think we're going to do, be doing an episode on rattlesnakes. Ooh. That's what I've, I don't know, just, that's just what I got going. That'll be good. And then after that, I've got the whole um, October lineup planned out. Okay. We're going to have, for Halloween, we're going to have rats and spiders and then we're also going to do another um, hunting accident story where oh. people like to accidentally shoot people. Sometimes animals accidentally shoot people.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> sometimes what vice presidents do? <laughs> yeah. sometimes vice presidents <laughs> yeah. do. So was yeah. it Dick Cheney was yeah, it? I remember?
0: Was I Dick want to say that. Yeah, right? is that right? Yeah. I think so. Okay, but yeah, so we'll we'll be covering hunting accidents in October as well. And I I really I'm thinking I want to do an episode all about the blue whale. That'd be cool. Oh, That'll be good. I mean, there's no attack stories, but I mean it's the largest animal that's ever existed ever. Ever. So done. yeah. Uh, maybe that's what so I mean, that's what we got coming up. So I mean it's always subject to change, but that's the plan for now. Uh, no shout-outs this week, but that's okay. Oh. Um Dave? So if our listeners want to help out and contribute, what can they do for us?
2: Go to iTunes, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to. Subscribe, rate, review, give us five stars, say something you like. You know, it really helps us out. helps us gain attention for the show and it helps us infest the internets. Anyway. All right. Well, we'll give you one
0: pun for the, for the episode.
2: <laughs> Thank you, good sir.
0: <laughs> and if you want to be an even more wonderful person, become a producer of the show, you can go to PayPal or Venmo and leave a donation. That means a whole lot to us. It doesn't, doesn't matter if it's a $1, dollar, a hundred dollars. Anything helps. So please go ahead and do that if you want. I mean, I keep saying, I've been saying it for weeks now, but we want to get some merch going. That'd be pretty cool. That'd huh? be dope. Yeah. yeah, we want to get it... so. Wow. I was thinking of a shirt. Would just have cockroaches all
2: over it? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> or, what, did,
0: what did you say earlier with the one that moved? Oh, yeah. The, get the, oh, the, yeah. the medallion. Okay, well, we're going to make uh, some cockroach lapel. <laughs> Force uh, for of nature. The gold
1: chain. Nice. Some
0: uh, pimped out. Cockro- that's, you're going have to show me a picture Cockroach of that. Cockroach chains. That's what, <laughs> that's what it is? Okay. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we'll get bling. some of those going. But <laughs> No, we, we want to make a logo and get a t-shirt. So um, if donating will help to that cause. And you can uh, go to PayPal. You can find us by our email, Force forceofnaturepod at gmail.com. Or on Venmo on my personal account, Matthew-Hamilton-51. And all this info will be on the description below, as well as all map. Uh, your company will put all that information below for any of the Utah listeners. Sorry, it is <laughs> Matt's not going to be traveling around the country to
1: <laughs> to go to homes. But uh, I still think you're all of neat. But <laughs> yeah, let's keep it local. <laughs> so that is,
0: it is kind of a Northern Utah thing. Just keep that in mind. But you know, what? just call Matt anyway. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what we can do. Yeah, yeah, thank you, all the listeners. Feel free to contact us if you ever want to. Tell us a cool animal-related story. If you got an infestation story, send that to us. That would be great. And then we could tell on uh, another episode sometime. So, yeah, I bet there's some listeners that might have some kind of infestation story to tell us. Yeah, or
1: if you're living through one, make a video of it. Yeah, send it to us, and
0: we will, I don't know if we can help you out, but we'll do something. (laughs) We'll
1: We'll definitely talk about it. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we'll talk about it. But uh, Or if you
0: um, want to suggest an episode idea, or if you just want to uh, ask a question or say hi, you can feel free to email us or um, message us on Facebook. Also, uh, help us grow by recommending us to family and friends. Tell them we're on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, all the ones we need to be on. Dave, do you have anything to add? I'm good. All right. Well, you have a good time in Disneyland. Thanks. And we'll see you in two weeks. Yep. Uh, Matt, thank, once again, thank you for being on the show We really appreciate it
1: Absolutely, yeah. man, it was a good time
0: Good. Um, we, we gotta ask All right, Colonel Cheetor, you got anything else to add? You dickheads, now I feel like the Bugs are crawling all over me I got the heebie-jeebies Well, I hope you're the only one And not everybody <laughs> else did too But uh, that's how it goes, Cheetor, sorry um, You're not gonna go outside And kick Matt in the nuts, hopefully That's good This is Force of Nature Podcast. Thank you for joining us. Tell your friends. Be a part of building us up. And we will see you
1: in two weeks. Bye. Bye, guys.